Hi guys. Hello. We're back with episode six of Winging, Winging It to, to the, the Top. So this week we are talking all about um, raising investment or raising money for your company. We did a podcast a few weeks ago which kind of touched upon the subject <laughs> and we had a few emails and um, a couple of business owners said, could we kind of talk about it in a bit more detail? Yeah, and I just want to say that when me and Laura got to this stage, which was about a year or so ago, mm -hmm. we tried to find other people or you know podcasts that touched upon the real brutal reality of this yeah. of trying to raise investment or you've got to a point in your business where you've run out of cash and you're like I've got to continue this I'm doing well but I need some cash flow coming back in and what it's really like to try and get loans from a bank and all this sort of stuff so we're like do you know what we're going to talk about it we're going to tell the brutal honesty and the rawness of how tough it is yeah. about what we've done and that's the thing, it is super tough. So we looked at so many different options as well, didn't we? Like we even looked at like invoice factoring. So we obviously were like working with retailers. So we were trying to get our, you know, our buyers um, from the retailers like um, invoiced, mm -hmm. like through finance companies, couldn't get any of them, which is ridiculous. So you will kind of get told probably by older entrepreneurs who may have been able to do this back in the day that you'll be able to get loans from banks and you'll be able to get government grants and you'll yeah. be able to get invoice factoring to buy stock and all of this me and laura can tell you firsthand we have been down every single route and in all honesty they're not that feasible and i was going to say every single route in terms of before we then went to individual equity firms or individual investors and um, pitched for investment so this is before the stage of getting to that point we were like right you know and also can i say this was us doing well as well like showing some good finances Amazing. and showing what we're doing but because we were so early on um no one would no, give no us one anything. no and um yeah we're just going to talk about it and be really brutal especially for the person that asked you know, they're finding it tough. How did you do it? Or how are you doing it? We're still going through it still now. Um, so yeah, we want this podcast is going to be all about, you know, us raising money, what we found, what found, what worked for us, what hasn't worked for us. And hopefully it just gives some people a little bit of a insight into that stage of things. Definitely. I think the one thing I would say before anything else, taking this right back to the start, is Laura and I obviously set this business up during COVID. So during COVID, it was very hard to open a business bank account. <laughs> I can't tell you. It was oh, absolutely, it, it was ridiculous. So we tried to set up a business bank account with HSBC, with Barclays. Everyone was putting their business applications on hold. So literally the only bank account that we could get set up with was Starling. And don't get me wrong, in that moment, it was brilliant. Yes, because quick. It, it, yeah, it was really quick and that was fantastic. The only thing I would say about anyone wanting to set up a business who's already set up a business, look at the banks who you could potentially then get an overdraft from, yeah. who you may be able to get a loan from. Credit card. A credit card. Because the one thing with Starling, where they're new digital banks, same as like Monzo, and I think there's some yes. others out there, with the digital banks, because they're very new, you can't usually get kind of many perks in that respect you can't get loans or overdrafts or credit cards so when you need cash in they're sometimes not the best to go with that's it and not saying that every business needs that but when you're a business like ours where you're getting big contracts you need big amount of sums of money mm -hmm. we need the cash flow there to be able to be like great because the money's coming back in but we need to pay for it first so it's for us that's the route we had to take mm -hmm. and definitely during covid it was honestly we were pulling our hair out because it's at the point where it's like right so we've got these contracts we need to pay for all the stock 50% up front yeah. um, because we're again new business so our factory is 
at that time were t- taking a risk on us really and weren't willing to give us like 30 day payment terms no so you know we had to it was just long it was yeah. very long we were getting very stressed an appointment with Barclays to go and see a business manager was three months yeah. so we were like well, that's too long we can't do that um, so we did go with Starling they were great but as we've gone on and sort of everyone's coming out the other side of like Covid yeah. you know there's still things going on with Covid but you know to the point where you can meet people again um, Starling isn't ideal for the, the overdrafts the, you know the, the, the loans that type of thing because they just can't provide that to us right now or couldn't provide that to us so we started off down that route um with the business bank account and obviously got to a bit of a dead end mm-hmm. and then we started what was the next step we did after that well i think that's when we started looking at invoice factoring oh, and it. how we could finance our invoices so we ended up speaking to a lot of people one thing me and laura are very good at is we've, we've got quite a few connections with people that have run really successful businesses you know some people in dragon's den um you know equity firms people that have run big corporations or been CEOs of like retailers not name dropping here but just we just put our the effort out there to go and find those people to chat to and say what did you do what did you do when you you know even though most of them had you know run a business for 20 25 years longer Mm -hmm. successfully or been a, a really high CEO we went to them for advice to say how did you get your cash flow how did you do this so that was the next stage for us wasn't it to really sort of like and that's where we got the a lot of them were saying invoice factoring which again was a dead end for us once we looked into yeah, it they, they also said exactly same said about loans didn't yeah. they which again was quite a dead end for us they said about overdrafts that they basically said because Laura and I obviously when you get to a stage where you have to keep finding money or borrowing money you get to a stage and you sit there and think are we doing something wrong yeah like is this business actually working because we're just borrowing 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 and it's like you know you just start doubting what you're doing don't you and I think the best thing about having that network around us was we said to everyone this is a positioning this is what we've got coming in but this is how much we're spending and they were like this is so normal they were like you need to they basically just said to us you need to hustle Mm -hmm. and you need to beg borrow and steal right now to get whatever money you need to get to survive just to keep going and they're like you will get through the other side it might it might take a few more years but as long as you can keep yourself going for that amount of time you will you will you know you'll get there and can i just say it's an awful feeling it's an awful feeling when you've it's mixed with joy and then dread because you've got well for us our story we had these had these amazing contracts but then we're thinking god that is so much money to spend out on Mm -hmm. the stock so yes we had the contracts but you don't get paid till after you send all the stock to them Mm -hmm. so you know we had that joy of amazing contracts but then thinking oh my god how the hell are we going to get this money and when you're speaking to so many people and they're like it's normal find it it's normal you're small you're you're early keep going keep going you're sitting there thinking bloody hell like what are we gonna do (laughs) so we got to that point where i think so we'd started off like we say with the starling trying to get overdraft loans all of that then we started with you know going to all of these amazing people who you know are so so helpful and, and, and tell you to give that push to keep on going so we needed that at that time that bit of morale yeah, to be like, that really spurred us on didn't yeah it? don't give up and then the next stage for that after after we'd sort of like just gone got to a dead end and we'd done everything we needed to like we could have done to try and get this money in invoice factoring didn't work for us because people were no longer doing it like mm-hmm. in the way that other people you know some of our mentors thought they were doing it or that they did it 20 years ago 10 years ago because so, of COVID, of COVID. We, we, no one wanted to lend during COVID. No, no. It, they just weren't lending. No. So we were like, okay, what are we actually going to do? And like we say, 
for us, we were like, we're in a really, really good point in the terms of we are, have got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We have got these amazing products that we've created. We have got the retail partnerships. We do know people want to buy us our stuff. So we now need to sell the dream to investors. Yeah. Well, of course, me and Law have never, ever pitched <laughs> to investors before. <laughs> never. Um, and, you know, adding Laura's wedding, as we've said before, and me being heavily pregnant and, just give, and then just giving birth, it's... You know, you're then thinking, oh my God, we're now going to have to pitch to so many people. Um, so we went down the route of creating an amazing pitch deck and putting everything in there and our current situation, our projections, where we want to be. And um, that's that's when we really sort of started to build up right. And again, we spoke to other business owners who had gone down the whole pitching route and their honest advice was, it's a long process. It's filled with loads of no's, loads of lows. And um, you just have to keep going mm-hmm. And you will get the people that really believe in you, believe in you as people. Um, and that's, that's what we did. I think we, we actually did. We like cold, we actually cold approached people, yeah. didn't we? We cold yeah. approached so many people and said like, you know, is this something you'd be interested in? Or other business owners that we knew were in like the same kind of market as us, but who had kind of already made it. Yeah. And said to them, look, you know, are you looking to take on anything else? Are you interested in being, you know, part of this new project and da, da, da. And that's also the reason when the one thing I will say when you're pitching for investment is although you get lows and lows and no's and then a lot of people will say, like, it's not for me right now. You're too early. Come back to me in three years time mm-hmm. or anything like that. These people, what we've found, are always actually very willing to help yes. you. Yeah. So they might not give you your money, their money. But the one thing they've done for me and Laura is they've passed us on another contact yeah. or they've had a meeting with us or they've given us some tips and some advice. And some of the advice and tips that we've had have gone so much further than them, them actually giving us money because they've helped 100%. to drive them, the business forward in other ways. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think as well, when you're sort of um, like pitching your business, you learn so much as yeah. you go along because I think as well, one thing you really have to think of because when we first started this and I mentioned this oh I think in like episode two or three we used to when someone would be like oh I need this amount of money from investment me and Laura we did not have a clue we did not have a clue that we would at some point in our business that we would need this amount of investment Mm -hmm. because at the time we didn't have the contracts we didn't have this we didn't have that and I suppose we weren't at a stage in our business so for anyone that is maybe listening to this and being like oh you know I don't need investment I'm not or I'm not at that stage that's totally normal that's totally fine but the stage that we were in was the fact that we did have all this stuff and our business couldn't survive if we didn't get a big large sum of cash flow to be able to to push these you know contracts along and I think again it's not easy to get investment that that's why it's so hard because you've got to show that you're you know making a profit or at least that you will be making a profit going forward and that someone has to really believe in your vision and what you're doing and see the the difference in it And, and that's not an easy thing to always get across to people that maybe invest in loads and loads of companies mm-hmm. and that's one thing I would say you've got to find the right investors the people that maybe know get to know you as people and get to know how hard you're working and that's one thing I can say when we were pitching we got loads of no's but we've got loads of advice and loads of you know experience mainly just being told we're too early we'll, we'll, we'll invest in a year we'll invest mm-hmm. in two years which at the time lovely to hear but also not because you're like well we need it now <laughs> lovely to hear <laughs> quite frustrating yeah and um God, it is cringy as well. Yeah. Me and Laura have had some really <laughs> oh my awful, God. awful situations. And um, do you know what? I think people either like you or they don't. And me and Laura are very smiley, very 
bubbly, probably quite annoying yeah, at times. Yeah, definitely annoying. Like, we've had someone before be like, you know, Mock we, us. yeah, yes. we say, we 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 um always say like, hi, yeah, you okay? But you know, to be fair, we're always just going to be ourselves. You're never going to get a different version of us. No. Whether you are the most, you know, yeah. your business has earned so you've done yeah. so well, or you know, whoever the person is, we would just always be ourselves, Definitely. and that's something we always just say. We don't want to be different because we 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 we're want in front to of yeah, people, in front of different yeah. people. But someone has like mocked us and be like, hi, yeah, and and like all this sort of stuff before, and you think, oh my god, this is just going to go all brutal, brutal. Um, you've got people where we've gone in and they've literally, yeah, not said not, a word. Not said a word. Um, and you sit and think, wow, like I'm literally pitching to this person, and then you just not, feel like you're sinking into yeah, that car. Yeah, they've don't not. You? Yeah, they're not. They've not said a word, and you come out and you think, wow, God, like. Is it us? Are we that bad? But you have to keep going and then you might meet someone else and like love you too. Like amazing, great. And like I say, we have then got two amazing investors that, you know, we are just so thrilled to have and more in the pipeline, which we're currently on work working on now, one more. And um I just think it's you have to get thick skin for it because not everyone is gonna be nice to you or see you how maybe you see yourself or your business. They're gonna be brutally honest and I can tell you we've had some really harsh harsh times where we're like god mm. bloody hell like Definitely. yeah we've been bought not that we ever think that we're high but we've been bought down where it makes you you have to be I just think you have to be really thick skinned to then yeah, come I think out you of have it. to like in a way as well not take it personally if that makes sense yeah. and like then just because someone doesn't invest you don't want to sit there and then reconsider everything you're doing because yeah. I think that's what can happen you can come out of a meeting and feel like really crap and then think oh my God, we're doing everything wrong. And actually that's not the case. But it, like Laura said, it is such a tough journey to get investment. Yeah. And that's the honest truth. And actually what you will notice, like Laura just said, obviously there was a time when we were like, we'd never need that amount of money, blah, blah, blah. And obviously if you're running your business as a side business and you don't want it to go to that next stage, then you, you might not need it because yeah. you're just happy how it's growing and that's fabulous. And it's growing and nice and gently and you've yeah. not got hundreds of thousands to spend that's or I don't know. And do you know what? That's amazing. And whatever way you're doing your business, good on you. But I think for us, we see this as a global brand. So for us, it was like, you know, we were getting these retailers. We had like, I don't know, like we, we'd ordered like 90 grand's worth of stock for, for Asda, things like this. So like we were in like big, big sums really for such an early stage company so we would knew that this was this was only scale up like yeah. this couldn't stay how it was so obviously the only opportunity the only option for us really was to look for investment which is what we were doing um but something else we noticed for anyone else out there who could be going through this process soon is obviously now a lot of investors are very interested in tech so any kind of tech companies anything to do with like social media anything that's having a kind of change or anything like that's um friendly on the environment, yeah. anything that's sustainable, they're the trends at the yeah. moment. So we were coming in with, you know, we've got this baby brand and, you know, we're working with these retailers. <laughs> and they're kind of like, yeah, no, we just kind of like invest in like tech companies. Have you got any, like, have you got an app or anything? We're yeah, like, we're like, no, nope. no, you're going to miss out on us if you don't. Oh, and they're sitting there thinking, okay, no, I'm not. Um, so that's something to be aware so of. So that's why it's important to find the right person. Definitely. And that takes a long time. It does. And um, it takes ages. And I think that's one thing we weren't, I think you sometimes think, you know, 10, say you've got 10 pitches in a week, you think, yeah, I'm going to get one of them. Well, no. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's so, such a long winded process. Um, but also, investment investors 
isn't always the, the right route. Like, if you've got family and friends who I think are willing to help you and push you on and be like, look, I've got funds that, you know, I want to give you some or you give it back to them and things like that. If you can do it in a way where you don't need investors, great. Because, you know, obviously we didn't have that. So it was either our money, which we'd put in at the beginning, not loads, but that was it. Or, or, or then it, and then it was, you know, the other routes and then get into investment. But choosing the right way to, for people to invest as well, because... Some people want to have a lot of um, involvement. Some investors want to just put in and then sit back from the sidelines. So you've really got to do your research on, on what works for you. And like I say, if you've got an option where someone close to you see, is, is, knows you're so passionate and can see what you're doing and wants to put money in, then great. Like, don't always just go down those routes. Yeah. Go, to, go down the friends and family route as well because a lot of people we've spoken to did that, didn't they? Yeah. And then they got investment two years later. Definitely. So I just think it's it's being brutally honest for us it was a very the cash flow situation was a very very hard time for us and even now we're constantly going to need cash and I think it hasn't stopped it's just going to get harder and harder but that I think that first initial raise is the hardest because like you say it knocks your confidence you're doing all this stuff but also you've got to be so I think with us we're so proud of our business knows know what our business can achieve know that where we can take it and all of this that no one was going to stop us of telling us no, no, it's not going to, we, we were like, okay, fine, but we, we're going to show you later on. Mm-hmm. Not like, but you, that's, that's sort of how we are. It doesn't matter. Later on, we're going to show them and be like, do you remember when you did an investing night? We, <laughs> you yeah, regret yeah, that now, you aren't you? regret that. And I think it's, um, it gives you that bit of power to be like, you know, go for it. And I just want to say that if anyone doesn't like you for who you are as people, then they're not right. No. Because why do you have to always change yourself to fit into someone else's mould? And no. I feel that's something we've found as well, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Like, the whole criticism of us being two women and mums and also being blonde. Blonde. I'm this fake is- blonde, so, you know, technically not blonde, but I am blonde now. And honestly, the amount of times that I feel like we get criticised for yeah. the way we speak, we're both from Essex, so yeah. the way we speak or, you know, us being mums and, oh, you're not going to work as hard. And I sometimes think... I'm I, I, very early on. I was like, I'm never going to change who I am. I'm never going to change to try and fit into that mould just because we need a certain, you know, person. And I, I, we're so lucky with who we've got because they believe in us. They know us. They Definitely. have seen what we can do. Well, they know us now. And um, I just think you've just got to just be you, and you'll find the right team. That's what it is. I was going to say, you will find the people that believe in you. You will find them. They're, they are out there. And like Laura said, like you, you might get... like We spoke to so many other business owners who had successfully funded their company like a few times. They'd gone through a few investment rounds. And we'd spoken to them and they were like... We're like, how many emails or how many cold calls? Like, how many? They were like, yeah, we were doing like hundreds and hundreds yeah. and hundreds a week. And they were like, we probably pitched to like 500 company, five hundred sorry, 500 different individuals yeah. or investment firms or whatever route they were going down. And they said, we might have got two over the line out of 500. So for anyone who is obviously thinking of going down the investment route, that is on the honest truth of what you could be looking at. You could be approaching hundreds and hundreds of people before. Unless you have those connections. Unless you have the connections. Or like us, with one of our investors, Laura and I had been speaking to this particular investor. For a year. For, yeah, for over, over a, year. a year. It was yeah. probably about a year and a half in the end. And then he finally Invested. said yes. And he was like, but he when we met and we spoke about everything and he really believed in Laura and I he was like no do you know what you girls are so passionate and what you've done so far in the space of like a year and a half couple of years is absolutely amazing and and you will do this and that's one thing I want to add 
you do have to put the hard work in. Like, I think sometimes, like for, for me and Laura, we, and even one of, somebody that didn't invest in us, but it's a bit of a mentor, said to us, look, what you guys are doing, just the hard work, with, with being parents as well, and with young, young babies, I, I, like, you don't, no one works like that anymore. And it's like, yeah. you know, me and Laura at the time, we were, even now, you just work, you are working 24-7, you are making sacrifices, you are doing this. And I think for us, we were like, if we carry on working this hard, there's no way, one, we won't succeed, and two, someone won't see how hard we're working mm-hmm. and we'll know those girls will be able to take this to where it needs to be. Add in a few meltdowns, add, add in, you know, your <laughs> mental health. Meltdowns. I've been mental like, health really going to yeah. crap. Um, it's like... Oh, you, no, sorry. Should we just tell everyone what happens when you do this, though? So oh, your yeah. mental health goes crap. You look like crap. You look like crap. You leachy. You haven't brushed your hair or wash your hair for about 10 weeks. You leachy. You look like death. You, the only time you actually look oh. nice is when you go to investment meeting. The funny you dress up for the investment meetings come uh, well me I come straight back I remember I think my little one at the time was like two months three months and then I'd just put my pyjamas back on you know be back to me being like mum mum yeah with an absolute state so you know back at that time if anyone was like can I do a quick um, zoom with you I'd be like absolutely not because <laughs> sorry I did not look how I looked when I come and saw you the other day I look like mum I just not slept I need like a week's warning if we need a zoom because yeah. I need to prepare for this zoom like for god's sake so um, the bit that's just kind of a bit of I think we'll do more podcasts about investment because it's such a long journey well because I think as well like like we said earlier but earlier on the last episode you only hear about the good things like mm-hmm. you only hear about it when people have actually have succeeded and got the investment and you know then oh yeah this point they got that and I think sometimes it's so nice to just hear somebody that is not there yet it's like we're on our way and we're you know this is why we, like we always say we're doing this podcast but we're just being honest and yeah. being like this is our journey and this is what we've found and it's not for everybody everyone does their businesses in different ways but this is what we've done and 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 what we found on, on our route and that I don't think anyone, you sometimes just feel like you're the only person maybe that keep getting these no's or aren't getting a loan from the bank or you're not doing this, but actually it's, it's so normal. And I, and I think whenever you have to take investment or get cash over, it's always a scary time. Anything with money is scary, but I think that's part of business and, and stepping out of your comfort zone to be like, no, I am going to step out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is so scary. And yes, this is so much money. But I know we can do it. And I think that's another thing. It's, it is scary. And if you're not scared running a business or you've not got a bit of fear every single day, then you're not stepping out of your comfort zone. And you're not, because you're not, trust me, me and Laura, some days we're like, Jesus, what the actual hell? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, this, is, this is scary stuff. But um, I just think we're going to... And actually, on that note, sorry to turn it around, we actually have some exciting news, don't we, about our podcast to do with one of our guests oh, coming yes. on. Oh, Laura's like, Laura's Sarah, give me evil. Sorry, what are you actually about to say? Oh, gosh, I was there thinking, what is she talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. But yes, sorry, we do have a really exciting piece of news about... We're not, we're not sure if she's going to be our first guest yet, but she's going to be our guest in November. Yes. So about a month or so away. I won't say who it is. No. But a teaser is she was a judge on Dragon's Den. Um, so, um, and we have a, a lovely relationship with her. And yeah, she's going to be one of our podcast guests in November. And we've got another guest, I think it'll be, well, it'll be October, it'll be very soon, mm-hmm. because obviously it's the end of September today. 
So, yes, you won't then just be listening to me and Laura just ramble on and uh, our, our annoying voices. We will actually now start having guests on, which we're so excited. Probably a guest a month. Yeah. And, yeah, we're just really, really excited just to um, start sharing, like, their their experience of running a business from the ground all the way up and, and what they did. Picking their brains on, you know, how they've achieved what they've achieved. And most of the people that we're interviewing are either, like Laura said, maybe people from Dragon's Den or people that you might know or heard of. Um, but also other people that have founded or are running, you know, CEOs, uh, yeah, CEOs yeah. of very, you know, successful companies that you definitely will have heard of. Yeah. Um, so if you're running a business, it could be really great just to, you know, hear their journeys, get some advice and, yeah. and see. Because I think the one thing that you will understand the more you kind of listen to these people like Laura, Laura and I have is that what you're going through, even though it can feel really lonely and you can feel like everything is going wrong or you can feel like nothing's on your side. It's so normal, it really is. Like, and But Laura and I would never have known that unless we'd spoken to all these people that we've spoken to. And we've sat there on these calls and said like, you know, what are we doing wrong? Or And they've said, no, you're not doing anything wrong. You're doing it all right. And you've just got to keep going because yeah. this is the journey, you know? So for anyone who's who, you know, feels like they want to go to get investment or they feel like they're down. Or and, starting yeah, it, starting, starting something. It, you know, it is a, it's a really tough journey. But like Laura said, you've got to be, you know, you have to believe in yourself, believe in your brand. And actually, like anyone, any company you read about, no one has ever had an easy ride. If, if, if it's not a race. It's, it's not, not a race. race. One thing, last thing before we go, we always have to tell ourselves, this is not a race. The only race is against ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you hear of, of businesses that, you know, have that viral success and they're quickly, you know, big and some people that it's taken them one or two years. But the, the, That's the reality, yeah, the reality is that it, is, it does take time. And I think if you're passionate about what you do and you love what you do, then you're going to be happy to, to work on it year and year year on year on and see that progress and, and get to that end stage so um yeah finishing this week with yeah. our usual so this week what has been your winging it to the top moment my whole day yesterday was winging it to the top <laughs> it was atrocious it's absolutely atrocious um i thought it's my first is my only day at home with my daughter and my eldest is at school and um, I, I had, do you know what, just horrible, I had blood tests, I had the dentist, I had all this stuff going on, and I said, no, I'm not going to be working, looking at emails today. Well, I ended up doing that all day, because the Wi-Fi was being fitted in the office, and they turned up two hours earlier, mm-hmm. so it was just, I had the, the, the doctors in the morning, so my youngest didn't nap, and then she didn't have her sleep, I was trying to make dinner, put her down, and then the guy rang and said, I'm at the office, you need to come so we can fit your Wi-Fi, wake her up, it was, it was just a nightmare, so I was winging it, because we managed to get some really really good news on something mm-hmm. else yesterday and also the fact that the wi-fi went into our office which is a massive win-win yeah so that was my wing in it because i was just all over the place headless chicken um and i think a high this week has just been seeing all of our orders come in mm-hmm. and just the different customers that and, and the messages they put on on their orders and just getting that excitement and that buzz of i love it when people order from us and Definitely. it's for a special occasion and they're coming back to us so that will always be a high for me customers ordering and, and me packing them and when we do pack them yeah. and just yeah that I just feel that, that buzz. Uh, yeah that buzz yeah what about you I think my we need to the top moment is that we've booked a photo shoot literally in the space of a couple of days yes and again we are just unorganized.com we yeah. just do everything last minute <laughs> so we've got a big photo shoot tomorrow sitting there saying like right probably should prepare for that yeah, now then. for that yeah um so that's probably just a winging it moment um from from Laura and I and then I think a high would be on our website, we actually launched a rewards scheme yes. this week, which 
has been working really well. So I don't know if any of our customers do listen to our podcast, but if they do and you know you, you shop with us, then be sure to check it out because you can now obviously get rewards for, for buying with us. You can get money off coupons, you can get free shipping and things like that. So, you know, we want our customers to come back to us, especially if you've got special gifts to buy. And I think actually just implementing the scheme, which took a lot of organisation and planning, um, to actually then implement it and actually to see it working yeah. is such a high. Yeah, and that was your, because you've done that, Laura. So yeah. that was your moment. I was not yeah. involved in that, but I was very proud of it. So, um, <laughs> you were involved in this. I was in here, yeah, like the Wi-Fi, three yeah. hours. Of these, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, um, but, no, thank you so much for listening to episode six, um, to the ones that do listen to us. Um, <laughs> and we'll be back next week um, to talk more about business and winging it to the top. Yep. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye.